There is nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. The No Chaser podcast is also brought to you by Goody Brand. We just dropped some fire, these I'm Sad AF shirts. Hey, sometimes you just got to smile through it all. Even if you're feeling sad, put on that happy face, okay? But... If you want to let the people know you're a little sad, we got these shirts and hats to let them know for you, okay? So, goodybrand.com, we got these shirts, we got these hats, we got a bunch of other fire, so check it out. Cling! Five, four, three, two, one. Meet me at the hotel in your white dress. We ain't getting no younger. We might as well do it. Yeah. Feel you all the while, girl. I must confess. Let's get married. What's going on across the sea? It ain't nothing. I ain't frontin'. Shorty coming with me. Now I done already gave you the keys to the range and the last name about to change. Now you miss Simmons. Lemons. Oh, I, I, I thought you was going to tell you. I was I, rocking. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Go Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Chalterazu. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm Nikki Blaze. Today we got my guy. My dude. He's been on the podcast before. He's coming back because we got a lot of shit to talk about and because yeah. we just love him. Wait, yeah. make some noise for Doughboy. Bam, 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 bam. Thank you Used for having me. You be the snake tight, living out late night. night. Girl, you done made me change my life. life. <laughs> Side note, why did Tim just hit that genuine right there? You know the... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Preacher's wife. Uh, hey, what's up, man? What's up, man? Thank you for having me back. I missed all of you. Hey, uh-huh. we missed you too, yeah, it's dog. good to be here. Uh, shout out to Doughboy. You, 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 you stay working, bro. I do. I appreciate that about you. Mm-hmm. Um, you always got some shit going on. Uh, yeah. You always got a new project. You got like sold and pushed to the masses. Yes. Um, I was recently on your new show, Raising the Bar. I wanted to tell you something about that. Tell me. So what? I don't know if you guys watch this, the, the, my show. I have a show called Raising the Bar mm-hmm. and where we get two rappers and they come in and they have to write a, a, a rap within 30 minutes, a 16 bar. But it's a live stream and they're putting words in there and they have to use those words. Da, okay. da, da. So Tim had came on and it was a fire verse. Da, da, da. I have two judges and a studio audience vote, right? Mm. And on the show, 
he had lost. He had because you know um, the 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 two people on the panel had voted for him, and the audience had the two people on the panel had voted for his opponent, Geechee Gotti. Geechee but, Gotti, one of the best battle rappers he, doing yes. his thing right now. He had a great verse, but let me tell you, tell you're, me, you're gonna like this. Okay, so they voted for Geechee. The audience voted for Tim. But Ooh. when I talked to Jenny later, I said, "Jenny, what's up?" Da da da. She was like. I, I, I really wanted to vote for Tim. She was swayed <laughs> by Triune's vote. Was Jenny one of the 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 the, the, the judges? Judges. So I have two it. judges. So technically, <laughs> you won because she said I'm not taking. She it. said off the record she was gonna vote for you. So no, but it I, was a great episode either way. It was but, a great episode. Yes. Little little Jenny, they brought her on. Shout out to Jenny Babas. I've known her for a very long time. <laughs> I was also like. I seen her on the call. She, I was like, "Why the fuck they got you voting on this shit?" <laughs> <laughs> but, you don't know about goddamn bars. Yeah, but but uh, to Doughboy, Doughboy told me that's why she's on the show. She's right, supposed, to she completely completely she's supposed to be completely just like yeah. like an unbiased opinion. Exactly. Got so Jenny, it's funny because when when Triune voted for uh, Gucci's verse, mm-hmm. um, Jenny voted for me, and I was like, "You support." No, no, Jenny voted, voted for, for also well. for Geechee. And I was like, uh-huh. you're supposed to vote for me so we could, the audience could be the deciding vote. God damn it. <laughs> it at least would have been more suspenseful. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you know, depending how you look on it, you might have been. Shout out to Geechee as well because y'all both did your thing. But that was a very highly contested battle. So I'll tell you right now, I, and I'm going to take this time to say my piece about this shit. Because <laughs> uh, first of all, when Doughboy hit me up for this show, now mind you, you know, they play you the beat. They give you... uh half an hour mm-hmm. to write the verse. Um, mind you, uh, Geechee is a uh, very renowned battle rapper. Um, and people enjoy my raps as well. But when it comes to writing verses, I never rush my shit. Right. I, I hate it's that. A perfectionist. Doughboy hit me for this shit. He was like, yo, you got half an hour to write the verse. I was like, I don't do that. I hate doing that. That was really a friendship thing. I yeah. Thank you for that. Because he, he, he took he you was, out of your element. He was like, yo, you, you want to like prepare some shit beforehand? I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep this shit authentic. But I hate, like, like even like when people hit me up to collab on a track and they're like, yo, come to the studio. Let's write. I'm like, I don't like doing that. Give me the beat. I want to go home. I want to go over this shit for a fucking week before we go to the studio and waste time. You feel right. me? Because I like to like go over this shit like a million times. I like to refine the shit. And then I know for me personally, uh, I want to do this shit like a hundred times. You know what I'm saying? So right. he was like, yo, you get half an hour to write it. You get three takes. I was like, ah! And you killed it, dog. You definitely killed it, man. So make sure y'all tune in Wednesdays on uh, Caffeine at 6 p.m. PST. Um we got one more episode coming up this week, and then we got season two on the way. Tune in, uh, watch the episodes. shit. I'll tell you right now, I wish I had 10 more minutes to refine my verse. Mm. I wish I had- You I, did great, though. I wish I had two more takes. You did great. <laughs> because here's what I was doing. Once I heard Geechee's shit, because he went first in the in the, in the actual booth, I changed my verse up to rebuttal a couple of his shits. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, on the fly. Oh, so that was your first time saying those when you went in there? Yes. Because oh, that's even more impressive. When I heard his shit, when I heard him say couple, because I didn't know you had him say cup of noodles uh-huh. so when he was like yeah I bet Tim eats cup of noodles with, with chopsticks, chopsticks yeah. I was like okay 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 I was trying to rewrite my shit that's even more impressive I know cause you had less time to prepare <laughs> good shit okay even more impressive so that's why remember if you listen if you watch my first two takes 
the verses were different because right. I was reading. I, and then I was like, that. oh, I forgot that I rewrote this shit. And then he flicks and then they fix it in the okay. Yeah, so high key, I had like too many words going into this shit, but um You did your shit though, man. I'm proud of you. Thank you for doing it. Thanks, man. But enough about me. Uh Dill Boy, what's up, dog? <laughs> a lot has changed since last time I was in here. Shit. Y'all ready to talk about this? Um, yes. Because you wanna have a real conversation? I mean, where do we start? Okay. <sighs> But keep it funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but keep it light. Funny. So you know our audience hates when we get too teeny. <laughs> okay. So I can only distract no, we're, we're for joking. so long. Okay. No. So okay. So no. So it got real. So last time I was here mm-hmm. was 2020. What month was it? I think Holy it was like shit. April were, or Mayish. You were one of our first. You were one of our first guests. Right. Yeah. Oh, that makes me yeah. feel special. Okay. Everything was going great. You know, I had just got back off a tour. Um, successful podcast was going on. But this was right before the pandemic was happening. Mm-hmm. So were, was it pandemic by the time I got to you guys? It was It was right before. around the same time. It was definitely yeah. before. Yeah. Pandemic, everything in my life changed. Mm. So everything was cool. I was just living my life. Everything was great until it wasn't. Okay. I just, I remember it was around, say around May-ish of 2020. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't feeling like myself. Like... I was in them. You remember, like when I had came at the time. At the time, I hadn't been drinking. I think I had like nine hundred something days of yeah. alcohol. In a good place. Mm-hmm. Good place. Like you know, I had figured out alcohol is not for me. Hey, let's mm-hmm. just drink some water. So <laughs> I had gone like it was like three months of just being in the house. Didn't know what was up, but everybody was starting to like be like, "Dora, you okay?" I'd be like, "Yeah." What are you? What are you guys talking about? So what I mean, like my my behavior started changing. Like I wasn't sleeping. I was staying, and you know, a lot of times as artists, we say that to us, it's like, oh, I'm creative, I don't ever sleep, ah, ah, mm-hmm. ah, ah. so I'm just thinking, I'm creative, I'm writing some shit, da, 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 but then I would like be texting people late at night, just kind of just saying random shit, niggas mm. just be like, yo, Dora, are you cool? Mm. And like, at the same time, I'm like, what are you talking about, am I cool? Of mm. course I'm cool, I'm a dope boy. And so then, uh, a friend of mine, I had, I had been saying like, just, okay, this if the, the best way I can explain this, right? So my behavior is becoming a little unraveled, whatever. I send a friend a text. Now, let's just say I send a text, and let's just say it's a paragraph. Okay. And let's just say the paragraph says, I went to the store yesterday, I bought me some Cheetos, I came home. Let's just <laughs> sure. say that that's what the paragraph says, right? All right. But I sent it, like, word by word. Okay. Like, Annoying. one word each. Yes. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So then my, my partner hits me, he's like, bro, are you are you drinking again? Mm. And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? He's like, you used to act just like this when you were drinking. Okay. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not drinking again, so I don't know what you're talking about. So a couple more Random things that happened in there. So finally, I was just like, yo, let's check you into a facility to kind of see what's going on with you because something must be up. Interesting. So I'm just like, whatever. I'll do it just to prove you wrong. Yeah, because my first thought would be, oh, Doughboy's just an annoying texter. I am. I am. Like, I would have <laughs> never gone to the extent of saying, like, you have to go get checked in. Well, that's somewhere. what that, but there was other things in my behavior that was just a little off. Like, I was talking a little dark. I was sounding suicidal at times. And I had never really said these okay. things to people. So it was a little bit more, you know, right. but it was but just. But you were sober. But I was sober, but I okay. hadn't took right. a drink at that point at all. Okay. So in your mind. In my mind, it's just. I don't know. I didn't know nothing. Right. I was just like, and to everybody else, they're seeing they're things seeing things that you aren't aware. They're of. like, yeah, yeah, you're something's not right. Like yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. So I go and I go and I'm like, all right, fine, I'll go get checked out. Whatever, go get checked out. And instantly they were like, yeah, you're bipolar. I was just like, oh, what? Shit. You know. So I'm. I'm at the time I'm 40. So mm. it was just really like chill and like so it's just it was just really like shocked like wait what Mm -hmm. and so then like i'm in a psych ward like with people and i'm seeing different behaviors and i'm just like they're like yeah you got what they got and i'm just like oh 
okay, mm-hmm. they're like, you're going to have to take medicine forever. Like, so it was just very, I, I can't really explain how it felt, but it did kind of like answer a lot of questions. Yeah. I was just going to ask you me. that. So yeah. as, a, as a grown ass man, yeah. for the first time being diagnosed as bipolar. Bipolar 2. Bipolar 2. Yeah, there's a difference. Okay. But, okay. Tell me about that after I ask okay, you the gotcha, question. Gotcha. Did that make you go, this makes sense now? For shit I did in the past. Yes. So it was it was such a enlightening thing. So for as much as it was scary, it was relieving like, oh, I'm not just, you know what I mean? Because I had noticed, you know how you kind of can notice stuff about yourself? Like, I, I'm kind of not like everybody. <laughs> right, right? Like, right. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm a little indecisive. Sometimes I'm really sad. Like, sometimes I'm really up. And, but I didn't know. And like, unfortunately, coming from an environment like in the black community, we don't really talk about mental health like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you tell somebody in your family you might have be dealing with some mental health they're like we're gonna pray that thing about you like, <laughs> grandma <Pretty listen>. <laughs> <laughs> they i gotta take some medicine for this but you know so and god's like yo get some meds like, take the meds. <laughs> and so I that was the thing you. so that was the thing and so then it was like I, I didn't know how to feel so then even talking to my doctor so i was like well what does this have to do with the alcoholism? Because for years I was thinking I was an alcoholic. He was like, well, what was probably going on is that you were, you were, you were self-medicating mm-hmm. with alcohol to deal with manic episodes you didn't even know you were having. Interesting. So yeah. basically, wow. you know what I'm saying? For me to be able to, because like, you know, when I was, you know, for all those years, I just thought I had insomnia. I just thought I couldn't sleep. No, I was bipolar. And, mm. and when you don't sleep and you're bipolar, that could really Trigger. fuck up. Yeah, it could have mm. you going in manic episodes like... And a lot of times people get into trouble. They mm-hmm. can hurt people. They can hurt themselves. They, you know. And so really my doctor was like, you really are lucky that, you know, your life hasn't been substantially altered because of your condition. Mm-hmm. So then after that, like, it was just, to be very, very honest, the next year after that was probably the toughest year of my life. Because then it was just like, okay, I got to stop work. I got I to gotta figure out how to live with this. Then I was almost like ashamed. I was like, I don't want people to know this. And then people started finding out. And then I was Mm. like, well, maybe I should say something public about this. And so it was just, I'm telling you, like from where I was, you know, with the last time I had met you guys to where I was a year after that was totally a different place. And it was just very, and then after I had found out, I want to say a month after that, I started drinking again. Mm. So then, and then I was like, fuck that medicine. So then I went from sober, not knowing I'm bipolar, nothing to now you are bipolar. (laughs) Fuck that medicine. Give me the Hennessy. So then it was just like the rest of the year was just, it was just a mess. And so then the next year comes. And so then, um, 2021 comes. I'm like, all right, cool. So went uh, went all, all of 2021. Went back sober. Said, okay, I'm not drinking. Mm-hmm. And then finally, last year around like June-ish, I started like taking the medicine regularly. So now I'm the bipolar kinda, medicine. Yes. Okay. So I finally was like, fine, I'll take it. So now I'm just kind of in that space to where I'm just, you know, I'm learning to deal with it. And even when me and Tim had, because we had met on another you know, show and we were talking like, you know, cause it's not even something that I even like talking about right. all the time. But when he and I was talking, you know, we we're having a conversation. I was like, man, you know, maybe, you know, next time I come on, that's something that we can, you know, even bring up because I, I don't think that I would have to go through all this just to keep it 
to myself. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I know that people deal with this and I know they suffer with it in silence. And I'm just like, well, if I could, you know, use my platform to bring awareness to it, just to at least let people know, like, hey, you're not the only person right. yeah. going through some shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's a... I but, mean, it's especially when you, I feel like you thought, like, yo, I'm just an alcoholic. Yeah, I'm going to fix this and then I'm good. And then yeah. you fix the shit and right. you're like, something's still wrong here. nothing to do with that. Yeah. And then like, not even the alcoholic part, you were like, I'm a creative mm-hmm. and a lot of people use their creative genius as mm-hmm. an excuse for their behavior right. and they also feed into it. We've mm-hmm. seen so many celebrities, we've seen a lot of people who are world renowned artists that have been literally, they're they're actually undiagnosed mm-hmm. and they use their manic episodes in order to create and right. part of them, there's a fear attached to it that like, if I cure this, yeah. will I, I no will longer be? Magic, now, now yes. with that being said, did you feel like if I cure this, will I no longer be able to be who I am? Absolutely. Mm. I went through the roughest questioning my talent time ever in the last. I was like, am I funny? Am yeah, I or is it, was it me just bugging this? on some bipolar? I, I just like, yeah, like, was I just, you know, being out of my shit doing this? Like, and yeah. if I, and then plus there's, the crazy thing is, it's like, there's there's severe side effects with the medication sometimes. Mm. So it ain't like they just giving you a magic pill. Some of the pills they give you make you gain weight. We all know, mm. I've, I've been up and down with my weight my entire life. Some of the pills that they give you will make you suicidal. I'm like, wait. Mm. Right. <laughs> give me something that's yeah. going to make me. Right. So, you know, it's just very, very difficult. But at the same time, it's just like I had to learn that mental health, like, it's just so intricate, right? Like me even talking to my doctor, right? He said something really key to me. He was like, I, I don't want you to go more than one day without working out. Mm. I said, okay, yeah, you right. I got to lose some weight. He was like, no, it has nothing to do mm-hmm. with your physical. This is for your mental health. Mm. Right. I had never heard somebody say that to mm. say you need to work out to keep your mental health together. Yeah. I'm just going to get right into it. I love DoorDash. I use DoorDash at least three times a week. It saves me time and it saves me money. And it saves me those two things because I'm kind of reckless when I'm running around in these places, whether it's a restaurant or a grocery store, and DoorDash keeps me on track. So not only can you get your favorite restaurants delivered right to your door from DoorDash, you can get groceries and essential items. It helps so much. And every time you place an order for pickup or delivery, you're setting off a chain reaction that helps give back to the people who make your neighborhood unique. With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose one of your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, Cheesecake Factory. We all got our favorites. That's right, Nikki Blades. And for a limited time, our listeners can get 50% off up to a $20 value and $0 delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app and enter code TIM. That's 5-0% off up to a 20 value and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code TIM. Don't forget, that's code T-I-M for 50% off up to a $20 value and zero dollar delivery fees with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. What's that smell? Is that y'all still going to the grocery store to buy meat after I done told you about ButcherBox? Man, ButcherBox makes buying meat easy. Premium, high-quality cuts of meat at a value. 
You can't go wrong with that. Everything from the land to the sea, they got it all. And it's super convenient. It comes right to your door. Uh, free shipping in the continental U.S. No surprise fees. They got curated boxes for you to choose from. Or you can pick and choose exactly what you want. Either way, super convenient. They got high quality cuts of meat that honestly are kind of hard to find in the grocery store. So you're going to get that high quality sent right to your door at a value. And right now for y'all, ButcherBox is offering our listeners free New York strip and lobster plus $10 off your first box. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash no chaser and get two 10 ounce New York strip steaks and eight ounces of lobster claw and knuckle meat free in your first order plus $10 off your first box. That's butcherbox.com slash no chaser. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different things that goes into compartmentalizing and fixing our mental health. It ain't just a pill. Mm. It's like you got to get sleep. You got to eat right. You got to get sunshine. You got to drink mm. water. You got to stay away from stressful situations. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some people have to be medicated. So all these different things. But I just feel like it's just a conversation, especially with people in the demographic of our age. Mm. It's like because I think that we all kind of came up in an age where they wasn't talking about that. Mm -hmm. I think now it's starting to be talked out, you know, talked about more. But I think people our age be afraid of therapists. Be afraid to just go talk to somebody about mm -hmm. what's going on. And I just feel like that's just something that, you know, should change. Yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. especially, I mean, our age range and then your job. Oh, yeah. This, this, I think because I've transitioned to a more regular, uh -huh. I have a schedule. Uh -huh. I, I, I know the importance of sleep. I understand that it uh, dictates my behavior, how I react to those <laughs> around me. Also, I know the importance of working out not only for the physical benefits, but for the mental. But most people in our positions thrive on situations that make us extremely uncomfortable. Right. Creativity comes from a lot of these difficult times. Mm -hmm. And with you speaking about this, it also can it also can bring up the conversation of alternative health, mm -hmm. um, other things you can do, how right. important fitness Absolutely. and physical health can be, but also the real side effects of these medications that you're being given, but understanding what they do mm -hmm. and then maybe providing opportunities for other places like alternatives like mushrooms or mm -hmm. we, you or know, weed. like, yeah, I smoke, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, to, to try and balance it out. But <laughs> yes. do you, do you feel like, is there any advice that you can give to someone that is a creative uh -huh. with understanding the importance of taking care of yourself I, I think the the best thing to do is if you are creative and you are thinking that, you know, you might be dealing with something, just get a the, the best way to start is to get a mental health screening just to, you know, and it doesn't always have to be you have to go to a to a, you know, a psych ward because, you know, it's looking like, you know, you might do some off shit, but just maybe going and talking to a therapist and say, hey, I've been kind of, you know, and just kind of finding out. What's going on? Because I think you can't fix anything you don't know is broken. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So before I knew I was bipolar, I'm, like I said, like I'm just, and the crazy shit about even with the alcohol shit, like I should have known it probably really wasn't an alcoholic thing because I didn't really drink for the first 30 years of my life. Mm. Started drinking when I got out here. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? And it really, I really started drinking when I got the weight loss surgery. Mm. So, and that's the transfer of addiction, really, because I really was addicted to food. And so then, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I think just identifying and even like, listen, like looking into like family history and that's another thing because there's once i found this out because i don't have a ton of you know connection with my family like outs, oops, outside of my immediate family mm. so once i was able to do that and find out and then start making some phone calls it was a whole lot of mental health issues on you know different you know mom or dad's side of the family that i probably could have known about years ago but mm. i just didn't do that so i think family history has something to do with it but then also the first step is just getting like maybe just talking to a therapist and finding out 
what the issue you may or may not have is and then finding out a game plan. So what's the difference between bipolar and bipolar 2? Okay, so bipolar, so, and I want to, okay, I'm not an expert expert in this. This is just what was told to me. Yeah. Okay, so I know mine. So bipolar 2 is where I deal with manic episodes and I deal with depressive episodes. Mm -hmm. So what a manic episode could be is if you're not really off your sleep and you start, you're not really sleeping and you're just kind of just running on autopilot, you can have these grandioso thoughts of, oh, I can be president of the world. I'm going to sell all my house. You can engage in risky activity, sexual activity. You might be Mm -hmm. giving, you know, females different money or having unprotected sex. And you just think, oh, it's cool because you're in a manic state of mind. And you think, you kind of think you're invincible. It's almost like you feel like you took that invincible pill and everything. But see, sometimes, like now when I think back about manic episodes, like I remember back like in 2015 when like I was just super, I stayed up for a whole weekend and wrote 90 90 pages of content. Mm. That ended up being great. So now I can look back and be like, that was probably... A you were, manic episode. You were in an episode, mm. but, in an, but because it was beneficial. It didn't feel like nothing was wrong. You were like, yo, I'm just yeah, a right. genius. Exactly. Everything wow. is good. I am a I god. Like, you know, yeah, but then, I'm tapped in. I, right. Yeah. I'm plugged I'm, in. Yeah. I'm in the zone. Right. That's what you're feeling. Wow. But then you can have a depressive episode. Mm. And so when I have depressed, like when like sometimes when I have depressive episodes, I don't want to go outside. Like I look at the door and be like, I want that door to protect me. From the world. Sometimes when you go into depressive episodes, you can not go outside for a week, two weeks. Mm. You don't want to shout. You don't want to talk to nobody. Mm-hmm. You can get depressive. You can get suicidal. Mm. You can want to self-harm. So it's like, it's, you know, you you get both of those, right? Mm. That's what bipolar two is. And I believe bipolar one is just with the manic episodes. Okay. So then it's just you're just having the manic, but you don't have the depressive. I so see, yeah, I that's the, you know, the difference. So yeah, it's just really just it's an emotional thing and the the unfair part I do think about it is people um like I for a year I was ashamed of being bipolar. I didn't want to tell anybody mm-hmm. cuz I felt like people would look at me different and I think a lot of people did look at me different. And I know certain people treated me mm. differently, but I think the unfair thing about it is is that mental health when you think about us as human beings, our mind is honestly the most important thing that we have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if I was to tell, like if Tim broke his arm and he was sitting there with a cast, we'd all be like, oh, Tim broke his arm, all oh, that's fucked up, da 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 Yeah, because I got strong bones. <laughs> right, so right. be good <laughs> Exactly, but if you were, you know what I'm saying? But if you tell somebody, oh, Tim suffers from depression, oh, I mean, weird ass. Right, like, it's You know what I mean? But it's, everything is in your mind. Like our mind is so powerful. Mm-hmm. So I just hate how there's just such this I don't know the word, just this stigma, stigma against mm-hmm. it. And I hate how people are just afraid to talk about it or how people feel ashamed mm-hmm. to tell their story. Well, I mean, you know, you know and I, I brought this up before. I feel like, you know, you and you touched on this, like our generation specifically, right? right. Um, when you talk about people being like depressed or like any type of mental health, anything, it's almost like, ah, ah. yeah, that, that's yeah. just weird. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel like we, we never addressed it. Like mm-hmm. no one talked about it with our generation coming right. up. Well, because our, our parents. Right. Our, par- oh, oh, <laughs> our parents. Our parents. It's their fault. Like, you, 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 you're, you're, yeah. you're exaggerating. Exactly. You know? yes. Go sit down. Exactly. <laughs> right. But like, and that's why I love that people are really highlighting it and talking about it uh, now. Because like I said, when I was younger, I, and you know, I'm blessed to feel like I've never had to struggle with that growing up. Mm-hmm. So I already thought like, Oh, you're depressed? That's fucking weird, right? right? Where, like, the older I get and the more people that I talk to, the more I realize how common it is to not be, like, right. mentally, you know, like, 
quote unquote healthy. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people going through a lot of shit that they're not in control of, you right. know? Yeah. And that's crazy. I, I suffer with depression. Mm. Like quite often. Mm -hmm. And you have to be self-aware of it. The first step is identifying the problem. I never really had manic episodes, but I would fall into deep depression where I'm thinking about, I mean, I've, okay, mm -hmm. honestly, I've thought about suicide since I was in maybe junior high. And you have to figure out ways to identify these issues and you have to want to change. I've luckily been around people that saw certain things, um, but then you have to identify Identify them within yourself. Do you want to be better? Why am I sad? You start questioning the, like, why do I feel this way? I know for me, a big relief comes from fitness. Mm -hmm. That yes. is, it's not therapy, but mm -hmm. it is something chemically that happens. It's medicine for the mind. It's something, you know, chemically that happens every time that I work out. And I tested it out as an adult. And I would say during the pandemic, uh, there was a time where I wanted to change my physical appearance. I wanted to be thicker. And in doing so, I changed a lot of my daily habits. I became so depressed. Mm. I was mm. so upset. I was so depressed. I was so sad. I was questioning a lot of things. And what was happening was is I wasn't working out the way that I needed to. I was doing things for outside validation that had nothing to do with me. And when I started re remembering my happiest moments, it was always when I was in the gym. Mm. And even though that might not be what makes somebody else happy, that's what worked for me. So in order to maintain this level of like, okay, I can be creative. I can still have friends and do this because there'd be times where I don't talk to people for weeks. And I had one day that I realized that if I do not reach out to those, no one's going to reach out to me. Mm. And something told me like, no one's going to look for you because you don't reach out to people. You go through these times that you disappear. And I would. but. As I continue to go to the gym, I take care of myself, I take care of my health, I realize my family's important, and it never mattered what anybody else thought, but what I needed to do to feel better. I changed those habits to where it's like, okay, then you talk to people about it. And they said, ah, you, you figured out your thing. You need these things in order to function. And the moment that you stop doing that, you fall into this other space. Mm -hmm. But the level of self-awareness, you have to unfortunately be forced into mm -hmm. and and it takes those around you who care about you it honestly is a community that makes that happen so i'll say the fact that there were people around you that noticed a change in your behavior mm -hmm. that were able to speak to you in a way to get you to go right. that takes a lot of love and a lot of care because yeah. most don't know how to receive it mm -hmm. and you were probably in the right mental space to receive and identify that a I know this isn't right. right. I hear what you're saying. I value you and I love you. So let's go figure this out. So no, shout absolutely. out to everybody that was no, around absolutely. you. Absolutely. You know, we could all use a little help in the bedroom, our penises, for sexual intercourse. And that's why I use Blue Chew, okay? Blue Chew delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED, erectile dysfunction, and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform in the bedroom. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, okay? And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. 
package. I mean, come on, that's lit. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. BlueChew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription and penis. Don't like swallowing pills? No problems here. Blue Juice, Sildenafil, and Toldalafil tablets are chewable, okay? Blue Juice tablets are made in the good old US of A and they prepare and ship direct so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you need a little help, you know what I'm saying? Lord knows when me and she were trying to make a baby, yeah, yeah, my penis was tired, okay? So I needed a little help, all right? Here's a special deal for you. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code TIM at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code TIM to receive your first month free. What's up, y'all? You know, today's episode is sponsored by True Classic. This brand makes t-shirts that actually fit, okay? Not to mention super soft when you're jacked. Finding the right t-shirt can be incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts are too tight in all the wrong places or way too big and boxy, okay? But not True Classic. True Classic clothing is made with every man in mind. You'll get that quality, luxe fit, and the softness you've always wanted, but never received from those sandpaper excuses for t-shirts. These things are so soft, you'll actually want to wear them. I mean, come on. True Classic doesn't stop at tees. They are your one-stop shop for all things menswear. I'm talking about they make it super easy to build out your whole wardrobe, okay? From polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your package nice and comfortable. All of their clothing is comfortable, long-lasting, and affordable, okay? Trust me, your sweet little thing will love it and your buddies will thank you for passing the true classic good word along, all right? It's about time you get your fit together. Upgrade your wardrobe with true classic right now. Get 25% off at trueclassic.com with code NOCHASER. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. That's 25% off at trueclassic.com with code NOCHASER. So strengthen your core wardrobe with strengthen your core wardrobe with true classic today. True classic. Look good feel good And it was, and then, you know, even speaking to, you know, when you talk about the, you know, the suicidal thoughts thing, like I never dealt with it coming up, but no, the last couple years I had those thoughts. And like, mm -hmm. that's the thing. It's like, and when you, when you talk to, you know, when you try to talk to people about that, you know, a lot of people they don't understand like, Oh, why would you want to, but it's like, when you in those moments, like there's nothing like it just it it just sounds like it makes sense like it makes, I, it, in it, your head and that's mm -hmm. fucked up to have to talk to I will never forget bro I was sitting on my bed with 36 Unison pills in my hand I counted them out and I was just looking at looking at them and something in my brain was just like man you could just go to sleep and not wake up mm. and like that takes something for you to not do that like mm. you know what I mean just like and in those moments and that's the scariest thing about this it's like you only got to be wrong once mm -hmm. this shit mm. is over like you mm -hmm. see what I'm saying so yeah. just that like I and like you know and even like to a situation to where it's like I had to you know when the when the pandemic had, had happened like you know everybody was like oh people gonna be running in people's houses and da 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 mm. so I went and purchased my first gun mm. once I figured out that I had to, I had to get rid of the gun like I can't have mm. a gun in my house right. because if I'm off in a moment I don't need yeah. A quick way out of here. That's why I'm saying I applaud you. And I wanted to tell you something too. And you know, and I, you helped me a lot. And I don't know if you remember. And I, and, and trust me, I'm not gonna say too much. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> when I was going through my shit, literally three days before I went, I, you were one of the people I talked to and talked me off of a ledge. Like 
and told and just really was like, you know what I mean? You're going to be all right. Chill out. And I want to thank you for that because I never got to. But, you know, I was really, you know, and I just thank God for just all the people, you know, who were like that. But that might have been the first conversation I'd ever had on the phone with you. We had a really. Yes. Yeah. And I was. A, yes. And that was just between us. Just that us. Was, yeah, yeah. You know, and the, but just that conversation. Just I was in a really, really dark place at that moment. A couple of days later. I wasn't there. So I wanted to say thank you. I said, you know, when I see her, I'm a thanker. But that's the thing that that it is. It's just like when you're dealing with mental illnesses, it's like a game of seconds, minutes. Like, and that'd be my biggest thing. Like when I'm in those dark moments, when I'm feeling like fuck this shit, I don't feel like living. It's just like I have to remember, okay, though, you got a daughter, mm-hmm. you got people that love yeah. you, you got to like you almost and so that's where the self-talk is important. So that's why I just implore anybody that's going through that shit, get you a circle around you or people that you can call. You know what I'm saying? Because when you go through those tough moments, because when they come, they hit hard. And that's why, like, whether it's a spiritual belief, mm-hmm. religion, um, having people that have some sort of love, like a level headedness about them, mm-hmm. it, it can help. And understanding how to to speak somebody going through that time. Absolutely. When we had spoken, mm-hmm. I already I had been there before. So when you start talking about, like, how could somebody sit there in a moment and be like, yeah, this I could go to bed. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can rationalize going to sleep. And not waking up. And you have to find your why. And it's a conversation a lot of people don't want to have. And it's really uncomfortable. But everybody on this earth right now has a why. I envision my dad getting bad news. And it breaks my heart. And that's the one thing that stops me from making a lot of stupid decisions. I think about that. I don't have children. I do have siblings. But I really think that that moment whether it's good news or bad news is what helps push me forward mm. and everybody that's listening or you know in this room right now has their why right. and when you're in your darkest moments when you think that there's no one that's going to love you and when you think about the why it'll help mm. doesn't get rid of the problem it doesn't solve the issue but it gives you just a little bit of like okay take a deep breath mm-hmm. i can move forward I also want you to remember that it'll be very hard to replace you on the No Chaser podcast. Damn right. That's the second thought. The first thought is my father. The second thought is I can't imagine another girl sitting here. And every time you shoot an episode that I'm not on, I'm fucking pissed. Oh, she be hating. I be hating. There's nobody else. All of y'all are just temporary. You know what's crazy? I didn't know there was a such thing as getting a mental health screening. Yeah. That's super important and helpful because I think one of the biggest problems with it is, is one, you can't see it. Mm -hmm. Like you Mm -hmm. said about the broken arm, he has a cask. Be careful with him. Mm. When somebody has something going on in rent, you can't see it. And on top of that, all of these emotions happen on a very small level, too. And that's what most people are uh, accustomed to. Mm -hmm. So when you say depressed, they hear she's sad a little bit. Mm -hmm. But then they'll look at you and say, why? You don't get to be sad. Mm. You have this. You have that. You look like this. You've been doing that. They'll see one part and then they judge you, which is why Mm -hmm. the fear of telling anybody. Because they're going to go bitch nobody right. look, look at you look at, look, all, at, look at all that you have then you right. realize how much people don't actually care exactly yeah. exactly don't care and don't know don't understand because right. yeah. they 
we all un- understand to our own level of understanding. Of if I've never been depressed, mm-hmm. then I don't get it. Right. You're sad. It it'll it'll be it'll be over soon. You're emotional. You, you'll be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all have bad days. You being like dramatic. Yeah. You're I'm sensitive. I'm with you. Exactly. Right. They might think but the other thing is, we do that a lot too. We talk about them and how they, but us as well, mm-hmm. tell ourselves the same shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just going through something right. right now. I'm I'm just a little sad. I'll get over it. I'll be cool. Maybe you won't. Right. Exactly. Without doing something more than that. So yeah, knowing that you can go and just say, "Hey man, I don't feel Right. right, a lot. Myself, yeah. exactly. Can you check me out? I did not know that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and I think that it helps once people can do that. Just once, once you get that first step out of it, and just maybe even explain to them like, "This is what happened. This is how I feel from time." Then they, because you know, yeah. it's not like and that's another thing too. It's not like they draw your blood and like, oh, bipolar. No, yeah. they are. They they diagnose you with talking yeah. to you, and they're basing it off of your actions. So. Hey man, look, and that's why I look, look, I'm proud of you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I've known you for a long time. Yes, man. We got like a decade plus in this I, thing, man. Yes, man. <laughs> I know you've been, you know, going through your ups and downs, but yeah. you always got some shit going on. You always, always be pulling that. through, bro. Got to. And um, you know, when I when I talked to you on the set of Cynthia's mm-hmm. shit and you told me like, yo, you want to talk to me about everything that had happened since yeah. then, I was like, yo, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad you got some shit figured out. And then and that's why, like, you know, when 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 this when when Teddy oh. I was like, I was, rest in peace to Teddy Ray, of course. I was like, immediately, like, I mean, I'm sure a million people texted you first. So this, let me, so let me, let me break that down. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like have a somber episode. No, no, we came to laugh. We love a somber episode. (laughs) You know what? This is about awareness. This is having a conversation. This is a safe space. We're, we we are doing this because there's so many people Mm -hmm. that we overlook and we don't have the conversation because we just want to laugh. No, this is very Mm -hmm. important. Thank you. I appreciate the safe space. Okay. I push down my sadness through 90% of my life so gotcha. when we can talk about this there we good. go <laughs> so no so with the, so this is and this is another thing like that has to also ironically deal with with my condition mm-hmm. so so just to let you know so my condition so I'm bipolar right so if, if I'm always supposed to be operating at a 50 right mm. if I'm manic it can go up to 100 right mm-hmm. and if I'm if I'm depressed it can go down to zero Either one of those things aren't good, right? But normally these things happen by themselves. If I'm manic, it's a bunch of manic shit happening. Or if I'm depressed, it's a bunch of depressed shit happening. It's very rare that depressed, manic, depressed, manic happens, right? Okay. So with this situation, I had already been going through my thing. Like I told you, like the last couple years had been rough, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But this year was finally starting to Mm -hmm. turn back around. I'm like, okay, I'm starting back getting back into content. Okay, I'm moving. So now I'm like, I want to, you know, sell my own show. So, mm-hmm. you know, like we were talking about, you know, with Tim. So right around the time that, you know, it was still up in the air if my show was going to go or not. And so finally I get the news. Like, okay, your show is going. This is your date. Da 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 da. And I'm just like, what? I'm just so happy. So now this is, I don't want to say this is manic, but I'm so, the happiest I can be mm-hmm. is now. And of all the people that I want to tell, mm. Ted, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I got to tell Ted. Ted is my little brother. Mm-hmm. At the time, Ted didn't, you know, he didn't have a phone at the time because he had just, he didn't have a phone for, you know, for, for a little bit of time. He just wasn't really, he was just like on some, I don't really feel like talking to people type shit. Mm-hmm. So fine. So I'm like, I'm going to talk to him soon. So I hadn't talked to him. You know, I hadn't talked to him for like a couple of days, mm-hmm. you know. And so then the next thing that happened was I get the, the news that mm-hmm. he's gone. Mm-hmm. Now, when you, you know. Teddy, and I tried my best not to get emotional about it, but of all people, like Teddy 
like family to mm-hmm. me. Like that's my anybody that knows me. We're synonymous with each other. Teddy versus Doe, that's my guy. It's not mm-hmm. just somebody I shoot content. Like this is a person that that's my little brother. Mm-hmm. And so for just when that happened, I was just what mm-hmm. Teddy. And so I'm just, and that's like, I was supposed to do you guys a show yeah. mm-hmm. that following day. And mm-hmm. he hit me yeah. like, bro, I, I was like, yeah. I, yeah, I was like, hey, I man. told him, I was like, what show? Like, yeah, I, I can't, like, you know, my yeah. mind was just, but then five days later, I got to do my show. Mm. So now I got to be able to compartmentalize however I'm feeling. I just got lost my best friend. Mm-hmm. And now I have to go do my show and still try to be happy and save a good face. And then the next day I had to, Go speak at his mm. way. Mm. And then, you know what I'm saying? There's some more good. Then the, then the next Sunday, it's my birthday. Oh, yeah. happy birthday. Then, thank you. <laughs> and then five, six days later, is his funeral. It's just. Right. And so it was just so many up and down emotions. So I, you know, actually I had to talk to my doctor. I actually went into another manic episode mm-hmm. with that happening because basically what, when I was talking to my doctor, he basically said, it's like, you got to look at your emotions like this. If it's going up and it's going down, it's like, it's like shaking up a shoulder, a shaking up a soda can. And eventually when you open a can, it's going to. So like for the last couple of weeks of August, I was back. I was just off. I was mm-hmm. just like, I couldn't deal with it. And then I had to just. Calm down. I had fell off my medication for a little bit. I was just not in a good space. Yeah. And then, but I had to just, you know, circle it back around and, hey, dope boy. And then a week, you know, a couple of weeks later, then we lose David Arnold. Another, mm. you know, and it's just like so much grief. It's just like, right. man. So, but, you know, what I've learned, and rest in peace to Teddy, you know, but what I've learned more, you know, than anything in this, and me and, you know, me and Shucks were just talking about this, you know, before you guys came in is, man, life is short. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know how much time like as much as we want to believe everybody makes it to 95 gets fat and moves to florida that don't happen Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying we gotta live this shit every day you can't play with this shit like it's it's really real like you know and rest in peace to food rest in peace to nick carthon these are other people these ain't no old people no these like my homeboys i used to talk to every other day and they're Mm -hmm. gone so it just makes me live harder because yeah. you know what I'm saying? We don't know when this shit's a wrap. So yeah. you know, so and a lot of and a lot of people keep forgetting the times that we're in. We're all just trying to survive. Yes. Look at the last three years of our lives. Oh so there's a lot of grace we don't give ourselves with with just feeling feelings, mm-hmm. let alone anybody that's actually dealing with struggling with their feelings. Mm-hmm. So when you do have moments of like deep, close loss, it feels so extra. But everybody right now. We literally are living through one of the hardest times in history. Yeah. And we are still trying to figure out how to go celebrate a birthday, mm-hmm. celebrate a birth, celebrate a wedding. Just be happy. Be, Just be yeah. happy. <laughs> and, it, and it's almost so forced, right? Yeah. Like, how are you not grateful? Because look at what we have. But it's still being able to find safe spaces yeah. to um to deal with these emotions mm-hmm. in a healthy way and and to hopefully avoid those you know the explosion of the soda yeah and look people people ask me all the time right because there's like yo Tim why you how do you stay so like positive and happy all the time and like when i tell them how it always kind of catches them off guard and they be like yo how do you stay so positive i'm like yo i try to constantly remind myself that we could die at any time. Anytime. You know what I'm saying? And they'd be like, oh. I'm like, but it's facts though. It's it like, yeah. I constantly try to remind myself like, yo, life is fucking fleeting. It's short. Like, mm-hmm. you really never know. So I try not to waste time on the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Um, and um, and and you know, props to you, man. Like I like sure. look, man, you you've been through so much, and like that's uh, that's uh, totally a testament to your character that you like can still uh, bounce back. And you, you know, look, you're, you're and you're still handling business, hey, bro. Man, every day, man. I, and I just you know, I just I thank God for the people around me, man. And uh, you know how I always tell you. Actually, I always say this about both of you guys. Like when I always say, you can always you know tell how people feel about you the way they speak about you when you're not there. Mm -hmm. But like I've always told you, and I'll even extend this to you as well because I've pretty much known you as long as I've known him at this point now. The reason why I rock with you so much, Tim, is that you've never changed since I met you. Mm. And in an industry where you see so much flawed shit and so much, like you see levels and shit, people kind of going, and like you've, you've always been the same guy to me. Like whenever I call Tim for any project, like Tim is never, he never leaves me, well, what does it pay or what? It, <laughs> he, like even with, you know, what most things that I hit him for, just, yeah, what's the day? Yeah, I'll be there. And I just genuinely appreciate that Cause you don't get a lot of you know of that out here, and, and same thing with you, Rick. Like even when I bump into you, like bro, you're always just good energy, man. I'm just you two are like beacons of light in a really dark place, and even you too, Nikki, as well. Like I was even telling you, like you talk, you walking me out of a dark tunnel. I didn't even know you that good like that. You know what I'm saying? But you did. But I just really want to, you know, just tell you guys, I really function with all y'all, cause y'all are definitely. All dope people, it. and Thanks, I appreciate man. you all for just being how you are. Thank you, bro. Well, you for don't, sure. you don't want to know what we say about you behind. I mean, the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. So, look, yeah. I, look, I appreciate you saying that. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I tell people all the time. Uh, I don't fuck with everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when it's people I genuinely fuck with, right. like you, dope nice. boy. Whenever you got something for me, I'm like, I'm with it. Right. I don't care about the fucking pay. Because I just like when people, I appreciate when people are making their own moves and getting shit done. And also, I got money already. <laughs> I'm doing all right. I don't care what you pay me, dog. I fuck with you because I fuck with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So look, bro, look, I'm I'm just glad we here. For yes, sure. having this conversation. Yes. It was a good conversation. It felt yes. good. It felt good. I hope somebody gets something out of it. You know, I really do. Yes. Yeah, and not only that, look, you are thriving with everything you have going on. There is nothing that has stopped you. So many people live in fear of it stopping. Their work, their family life, whatever else they have going on, it's important to have these conversations because it's an example that it can be dealt with. Mm -hmm. It can be done. It's not a hindrance. If anything, when you learn how to deal with it, it can accelerate whatever else you have going on in your life and open Absolutely. up other doors. And let me just echo that too, because that was the biggest fear coming back out of that out of that psych ward. Like, am I going to be able to live a normal life? Will people treat me normally? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can live a life more and abundant. You just have to mm -hmm. make the decisions of prioritizing your mental health. Mm -hmm. But you can definitely live a great ass life just not put that shit first a hundred percent yes yes what else is going on man i don't want to talk about all serious stuff or we <laughs> oh i was about to close this motherfucker out that was great okay go ahead funny shit <laughs> no no hey we good <laughs> okay well shit if we got everything out shit okay i'm good with whatever i didn't know <laughs> if we were trying to fucking laugh what time is it <laughs> how, how long was that 42 Oh, uh, you, you had three minutes of funny. Oh yeah, no, nah, I mean, hey, no, fuck. Oh, you guys go. You guys normally do forty-five minutes. <laughs> we do, we do whatever we feel yeah. like. Yeah, forty-five is great. Uh, okay. Beyond forty-five is whatever. You That's know what I'm saying? What's okay. it? Uh, well, hold on. I'm gonna pee and then we'll talk about some. We'll think about See? some funny shit. I'll be right back. Wow. Uh, take a break. So take a break. I don't take know what is going on with Tim. Now this is I have he... to watch. Hold on. Wait. This <laughs> to is say, to, no to say where to cut the episode. Okay. Yeah, but not only that. How many times has Tim peed today? A lot of times. I think he has diabetes. I think he's pregnant. Uh, Something. You said diabetes. What diabetes, diabetes makes you diabetes makes you pee? Oh yeah, if you pee yeah. a lot, yeah. Oh. Yeah. If it's excessive. And if you notice, 
I do not pee a lot. You don't. So take that, fat shamers. So I did this the other day. Let me ask both of you guys this because you guys do this too. Do you ever go through a day and just not <laughs> and just not and just not talk? Yes, bro. I did that last Monday and it was so. I just didn't say so a word amazing. All day. I was just like that. That shit made me sad. Really? <laughs> I I got a phone call at like four thirty five p.m. I picked it up and I said, hello? <laughs> and I realized, fuck, that's my first time using my voice today. Damn. I'm lonely. Aww. I don't have people to talk to. <laughs> Holy shit. No, I'm not the homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> Were you actually lonely, though? Um, I think so. <laughs> no, it, it, was, it was a weird feeling. Like, mm. feeling like, oh, fuck. It's, it's almost 5 p.m. and I have not spoke words yeah here's the thing maybe because i was an only child um and you know was single for a bit uh, but when i was living by myself and i didn't talk to nobody man i lit, right? i loved it yo there's something yeah. so powerful about <laughs> it if you go back to that now it will kill you <laughs> you think, you think so, so? Yeah. If you lose your fucking family, though. Oh, yeah. Whoa, that's extreme. <laughs> not, 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 not lose like like death, like oh they leave you God. because you're a piece of shit. Like that kind of lose. <laughs> Don't get crazy. Right. Don't get crazy. But like, but but okay, if it was a different scenario, right? Well, let's say she was like, hey. <laughs> I left them. Yeah, yeah. Or she was like, she was like, hey, I'm gonna go to Canada for a month. I'm gonna take the baby because we gotta do whatever. And I'd be like, right. ah, fuck, this sucks. Okay, cool. And then three days later, I'm like, Oh man, it's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I love the decompression days. Knowing they're coming back would be the the little yeah. cherry on but top. I, I know, and and you know, this has come up, of course, but like a lot of people during the pandemic quarantine stage, yeah. right? A lot of people who were like, nah, my circle's small. I don't need nobody realized during the pandemic, they're like, yeah. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> I hate everybody. Be alone. Right. I hate everybody. this. And then there were other people that were thriving. They're like, we hate all of you. Yeah. We don't want to deal with none. <laughs> like, okay, look, I was, I, so I don't know what that experience is like because yes, I was with Chia during the whole pandemic, right? But um, I like, I honestly feel like, I feel like I would have been straight. You, you have to, you really got to know yourself in order to be okay with being by yourself. Mm -hmm. And very few people on this earth will ever experience pure isolation as far as like, yeah. when, when you don't get to pick up the phone and call somebody to be there for you, like you really have to be so strong within yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, I notice sometimes I'll go hang out with people. I love hanging out with people. I love having good conversations. Then there are times where it's like, please go away. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, like yeah. I need to decompress. Nice. I was social. That was great, mm -hmm. but go away. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, need, I need some me time. Me? Yeah. Yes. I like me. But then also I'm like, but I love y'all. So if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to hate you. So <laughs> go away and then I'll come back. And I'm I a loner, an but I'm needy. Exactly. I'm a needy loner. That describes me perfectly. <laughs> I'm a needy loner. But Tim, you don't have, so do you have a man cave in your house where you just go through to just be by yourself? I um tell well, me you have a man. Cave. Here's the blessing. Here's the blessing okay. is Chia also don't fuck with people. So, <laughs> and especially during the pandemic, there were times where, and like an another blessing is um, we have a, a, a big enough, like, I don't know if it would have been the same situation if it, we were both of us in a small apartment. You feel right. me? The fact that we're in a house that had separate areas where I could go do my thing and Chia could go fucking read a book, weirdo, <laughs> in her little area and we didn't have to talk all day. That was very helpful. You know wow. what I'm saying? Right. Um, 
in terms of man cave, uh, Chia, she okay. Now that Veda's running around uh, and very active, she is exhausted by seven thirty. Mm-hmm. So she is in bed by eight. Okay, I'm up till twelve at least. So I, that's a good four, to four to five hours where I'm chilling. I'm okay. chilling quietly. But I'm chilling, you know what I'm saying? I got my AirPods in. I'm fucking watching Rick and Morty. I'm like jerking off. I'm cleaning. I'm cleaning the kitchen. I have my own time to do my own shit. You know what right. I'm saying? So yeah. that is my time, you know, which I need. I think we all need that. Let me ask you guys this. I think for a long time, growing well, you know how they say that like there's there will be one like impact thing that happens in your life that kind of changes everything like for you know for generations mm-hmm. i always thought for our generation i know i'm a little bit older than y'all i'm 40 i just turned 43 i know i'm a little bit older than y'all You're a little bit a little bit, little bit. but i always thought it was gonna be september 11th like that was just like the biggest thing mm, i was just right. like that's it changed how we travel it, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and i remember the visuals of seeing that but now after this i think the pandemic will officially be the biggest thing of our life because i think that we're just now starting to see the repercussions of what putting everybody in the house yeah. for two years does. The pandemic and Will yes. Smith slapping Chris Rock. Because that I, I shit, think, I still think about that every day. I wake up sometimes and I'm you, like, I can't believe he did that. Do you think he'll ever be able to come back from that? Yeah, I think he already kind of, yeah. I don't know. I think it's damaged his leg. I don't want to talk about it too much because okay. I feel like it's been beaten gotcha, so much. Gotcha, gotcha, but gotcha. I feel like it has damaged his legacy, but I don't think to a point where he Can't won't be back. able to no. come back. No, we already forgot about it. Yeah. Most, yeah. most of us are. I still think it was set up and it was fake I, and whatever. Really? I moved on. I think if he stops here, uh, he'll be good. Yeah. Because most people forgot about it. Right. And so much stuff When happens. they bring it up again, they're like, oh my God, how are you still talking about like that? Like I said. Like fucking let slap, it go. Right. Right. But if he does something again, oh, yeah. all the people who love to be angry are mm. going to bring it back. But I don't understand why he but gets to perfect. do this after he mm. did that. Right. Yada, 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 so. I doubt he'll ever do it. I mean, this is the first time he's done anything. No, but it's no about, but I'm saying like if he does Willard. a big movie or something yeah. like that, people are going to be mad that he got that opportunity yeah. when he's the but guy who always, did this. But it's the so. Hollywood way. Just say you're sorry yeah, and everybody right. will forgive you. If he does Men in Black 4, we all forgot about it. Right. If you suck, hold on, wait. If he sucks... Then we remember. But if he's good, we'll forgive. So you crazy, know how to slap, but you don't know thing. how to act. Right. That's a crazy uh, I still think the slap was weird. What's funny about, uh, like, you know, here's the thing. It's like it's not funny, but, you know, uh, what you brought up, like, 9-11 being the biggest thing that happened during our lifetimes, right? right? But I feel like we were high-key, still just dumbass kids during 9-11. Yeah. It didn't Junior really. High. And yeah. without social media, I feel right. like it, it's not really drilled into your head. Can I tell y'all something? Yeah. yeah. I always forget. <laughs> you always forget something. Oh, yeah. Are you forget. serious? Every year, it takes about three never forgets for me to be like, what the? Why does it? Oh, <laughs> right. Because oh. we were in high school, bro. We were fucking dumb. See, like I remember. I remember. See, I was a little older. See, I think I was like nineteen. Right. I might have been twenty. I was working. I remember going to work. I was working at Progressive mm-hmm. Auto Insurance, and I remember going in there and everybody just looking at the TV screens, like everybody crying. They yeah. sent everybody home. And I just remember just being like, what the... And I remember, I'll never forget, though. I'll never forget, I went... This this show you how old I am. I went to Tower Records afterwards. That's when there were still record stores. Mm-hmm. Because Jay-Z's album had just came out, The Blueprint. Yeah. I went and got The Blueprint and... Was The Blueprint or was it Black it Album? Was the Blueprint. Came out September 11th, 2001. Yeah. I'll never forget. That's why on so the yeah, song... I went home on, to listen to it. Yeah, Blueprint 2.0, he references that. September 11th, uh, forever, forever. I, yeah. I remember being in high school and being like... What low key like or high key when you're watching that and it's happening in New York, mm. you kind of like you're 
you're you're disconnected from it. You feel mm-hmm. me? And I remember like watching in in my class, like kind of like making jokes. Dang, Dang. Yeah. I was, yeah. you didn't understand. You're a kid. Yeah, it didn't right. re- it didn't fully sink in until like maybe a couple hours later watching the news and shit. And it's like, oh, oh shit. shit, people die. Right. Yeah, yeah, I was in junior high when it happened, and I remember we were all brought into the to the rooms. We were getting ready to go to school. And it's like everybody has their like what they think they remember about that day. Mm -hmm. And I remember it being a sad day. It Mm -hmm. was something that we all were in the house and we were talking about. No one really knew what was going on. Still had to go to school. Then went to band class because I was in band at the time. And and (laughs) what instrument did you play? The trumpet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shut up. Keep that to yourself, Rick. I can feel you wanting to say something. Rick, you want to say something? You want to say something? I said it. I said it twice. <laughs> I said two different things, actually. <laughs> but but just at that time, it was um as far as what I remember about that day. But I will say, as an adult, Dweeb? I was such a dark. Okay, it's fine. I was in marching band. I was too. I played the drums. See, you're cooler than me. <laughs> I chose as a... As wait, a, wait, wait, a, a wait, 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 wait. You played the drums as in multiple the, snares? No, or there's a fuck. So, no. Well, when I first started, my, my freshman year, I played the bass. <laughs> Loser. Nerd. And, and then I played the, the quads. The okay. the Nick Cannon. Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> no, he played the snare. Yeah, but I was so not cool. I wanted to play the trumpet because I thought that's what guys liked. Clearly, that worked out well. Wait, wait, wait! You played the trumpet to impress guys? There was was a guy. You thought thought a guy was going to see you doing? Because she was like, "Yo, Lou Vega, he has girls, (laughs) and he keeps saying the trumpet." You see, Mo Better Blues. (laughs) Look, thank God my looks came in later in life because I was really screwed from the jump. I was not going to be doing well. I just want to see. The, the brainstorming says she's like okay I gotta get guys do you understand trumpet. how disappointed my family was when they were like do you want to play the drums I said no I want to play the trumpet I swear the disappointment on my aunt who decided she she was like I'll buy you any instrument you want I said the trumpet she said you're gonna be terrible at life you better be pretty because no one's gonna want your dumb ass <laughs> did you have a little stopper yes oh, not the stopper I was a first chair trumpet player that's actually a good thing. First really? Means good. Good. Well, yeah. Good. No, she was the only one. <laughs> She was one that chair. Was she was the only chair. But I was the only one chair in the trumpet chair. Ain't no trumpet players in Hawaii. <laughs> she was the only one. Look, I use my personality to get here in life. That's why I get to talk. Number fucking hate you, Rick. Well, shit. I'm glad we can end a funny note, end on a funny note, and talk about 9/11. I'm glad you guys are able to laugh. Oh <laughs> man. I would have never pegged you for a trumpet. Trust play. me. I tell I you, I'll never why. forget that. Yes. Uh what else uh, do you want to plug? Oh uh, uh, man, I'm bringing back my morning show. I have a, a morning show I do on my YouTube page called Morning Cup of Dough on yep, my YouTube yep. page. I am Doughboy TV. I A M D O B O Y TV. It's at seven o'clock PST. And you can check me every Wednesday on Caffeine for Raising the Bar on the All Deaf page. And um, catch me on stages. I'm back out here doing comedy and stuff. So, you know. Bruh, real quick, I was so mad because, you know how, remember when we were talking about the, uh, the, the, the Raising the Bar? Yes. And I told you my uh, apprehensiveness about rushing a, a verse. And you were like, do you want to prepare anything? I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. But I went in with one bar in the back of my mind. And I was like, if anybody says anything that rhymes with, 
like Chino or like or like Reno. I was like, I'm gonna use this shit, right? Oh, I was gonna say Asian dude get a shot on caffeine. That's cappuccino. Oh, that's fire. and my dumbass didn't realize because one of my words was Oklahoma. I could have been like from Oklahoma to Reno and worked this oh, shit in there, damn. but I didn't. I was or dressing. you but you could have just thrown it in there because you didn't have to. I, I know think you, were just, or you used a lot of words. I did. But you could have just threw that bar in. <laughs> I know. I used all the words they gave me, and um, in my head, I was like. I was trying to find a reason to work it, and I totally didn't even register. We'll bring you back for season two. Save that line for season two. I'm gonna write. It, I'm gonna come up with a whole prepared sixteen for season two. <laughs> he said, "Yes, actually, I'm going to write it now." Uh, but shit, make sure y'all watch that shit. Thank you. Uh, make Thank sure you for y'all me. follow Dobo on everything. All. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you for pulling up and being so candid about for everything, sure, man. Sure. Um, thank you guys for watching, listening to No Chaser Podcast. As always, make sure you like, share, comment, subscribe, rate it five stars wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, I'm Tim John Theronxu. I'm Ricky Shep. I'm Nikki Blades. Bye.